Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. I'm excited uh, that you're joining me today. I'm excited about what I'm going to talk about. I've decided to do this kind of last minute uh, just because it really resonated with me today when I read it and uh, got me thinking about some stuff. But anyway, you might be watching me live right now. Uh, this is being recorded live on my Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman Facebook page. We do it every Wednesday at noon. You might be watching this on Facebook at some later moment after it's posted. Uh, you might be listening to it right now on the podcast because it's also a podcast. And I'm thankful you're with me right now, whether you're watching or listening. Make sure you share this with your friends. It's about a 15-20 minute little podcast once a week. I talk about different topics. Most of the topics come from you. You email me a thought, you text me a thought, you see me at church or you see me in the you know grocery store or whatever, you'll hand me a note and uh, I really do my best to compile those each week and go, okay, here's what people would like me to maybe weigh in on or share my thoughts on or whatever and I really enjoy it a bunch. Make sure you share this broadcast with others and feel free to leave uh, comment, uh, be respectful to one another, just in case you know there's somebody out there who might disagree with you. My wife just handed me something that I, I want to read to you here in a little bit. So uh, a lot of you have been asking, hey, where do you film this at? This is like my man cave at, at home. One of these days I probably ought to turn the camera around and let you see all the stuff that's in here. But I spend a lot of time in here uh, reading and praying and whatever. This is my spot. It's a room that's detached from our home. And so I just set up my camera and, and film it each week. So uh, I want to start today because I want to kind of get into this, okay, with a great quote. I posted this quote on my personal page. Rick Countryman Facebook page, and I posted it on my Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman page. So uh, if you want to go get it, you can. But I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to just tell you what it is because it really is somewhat intriguing. And I thought about it a lot today when I was on my walk. I walk every morning, and this thought just kept running through my mind, and it just kind of led me to one place and another. And, and, and here's the quote, okay? And then I'm going to walk through it a little bit. It goes like this, quote, and this isn't my quote. I read this from somebody else. First, we overlook sin. Then, we permit sin. Then we legalize sin. Then we promote sin. Then we celebrate sin. And then finally we persecute those who call it sin. Now the quote that I saw went, first we overlook evil, then we permit evil, then we legalize evil, then we promote evil, then we celebrate evil, then we persecute those who call it evil. And I, and I thought about that a lot. And, 
You know, that doesn't come from the, 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 the Bible. That's not Scripture. That's not truth with a capital T. But it is an intriguing thought. And I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna lay some, uh, um, I'm gonna lay a, a, a particular cultural issue on top of that and walk through it, okay? And uh, I don't know whether Facebook is gonna let me, you know, keep this on their page. They may ban this one. I don't know. But, but I, I, I'm just gonna, gonna lay this out, okay? I'm somebody who has the scriptures as my worldview. I, I make decisions about my life based upon the scriptures. I make decisions about my family and how I raise my family based upon this, the scriptures. This is the lens that I see life through. This is how I, how I determine what is moral and what is ethical. Um, it's the scriptures. It's the lamp that guides my life, okay? I, I live by a biblical world view. I realize that many of you that watch this program, you don't. You have a different world view than I have, okay? I'm glad you're watching the show. I'm glad when we have a chance to interact, especially when our world views collide. Um, but obviously, as a disciple of the Lord, as somebody who, um, who cares about Jesus, who's given my life to Jesus, the Scriptures have become my guidepost to life. And this is my, God's will for my life, right? So, so with that said, I'm going to take the quote again. First we overlook evil, then we permit evil, then we legalize evil, then we promote evil, then we celebrate evil, and then we persecute those who call it evil. I'm going to take one topic and lay it on top of that, okay? And that is gay marriage, okay? First we overlook the sin, we overlook the evil. And I think there was a period of time, you have to go back a number of years when we didn't really think about it all that much, we didn't care about it all that much, it wasn't prevalent in our culture, in our society, all that much. And so we somewhat overlooked it to, to a degree, right? But the second step is this, that then we permit the evil, we permit the sin. So we, we, you, you go from, well, we just kind of overlooked gay marriage, or, uh, you know, gay relationships, men, you know, men with men relationships, women with women relationships. Then we got to a, a point where we, we permitted it as a culture, as a nation. And then it, 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 it kind of quickly got to this moment when it was legalized. It went from overlooking gay marriage to permitting it to now it was legal. It was legal now for a man to marry a man, for a woman to marry a woman. Marriage was no longer considered something between a man, one man, and one woman. But then we went beyond legalizing it and we began to promote it. In fact, you, you began to you know, see it on all kinds of um, you know, TV shows and, and movies and it just, it, it, it just became you know, a lifestyle that was now promoted. 
And today, there's no doubt about it, we celebrate it, right? We went from overlooking it, to permitting it, to legalizing it, to promoting it, to where now, as a culture, we actually celebrate it, right? And then the last one is, is then we persecute those who call it evil, or we call it sinful. And that's what's going to happen to me, I guarantee it. Once this broadcast is seen by some of you, um, or you, you listen to it, you know what? There will be many of you who will respectfully disagree with me. You're okay with a man marrying a man. You're okay with a woman marrying a woman. And we have a different worldview than one another. And we can respectfully disagree on this, right? But I guarantee you there's going to be some people out there who email me, who text me, who might even, you know, leave a comment that I have to take off because you will actually begin to persecute me for the fact that I'm calling it evil or I'm calling it sinful. And I think there's a number of issues that our nation faces where this particular quote, you could, you, you, you could go, yes, that is exactly what happened to us as a nation. First we overlooked the evil, whatever it was. Then, then we permitted the evil, you know, whatever it was. Then we actually legalized the evil, whatever it was. Then we actually promoted the evil, whatever it was. Then we celebrated the evil, whatever it was. And then we began to persecute those that called it evil. And we see this happening over and over and over again in our culture. And it's something that's very worrisome to me. It, it, it bothers me when I think about this. And here's, here's the deal. I understand, as I said a minute ago, that not everybody will have the same worldview that I have. I have a biblical worldview. And so, as I said, I see life through the lens of the Scriptures. And I understand and I'm okay with the fact that many of you out there have a, a different moral compass than I have. You base your morality, you base the decisions you know, that you make upon your own personal life or your family or whatever it might be on something, on something different. And, and I'm okay with that. I just think it's tragic that you're not okay with me having a different worldview than, than you. And a lot of people are going to call me out and say, this is hate speech. This is not hate speech. I, I, I don't hate two men that love each other and get married because it is legal. I don't hate two women who get together and get married because it is legal. I don't hate those people. I, I just have a different worldview than they have. And I think I ought to have the right to, in this country to share those uh, my worldview with folks that are, are out there. And so, uh, uh, what, what got me even thinking about this, this today, okay? And I only have a few minutes left, but I, I read this uh, article today in the Huffington Post. And some of you are going, what do you read the Huffington Post for? I read the Huffington Post because they have a lot of great articles in there that are well written. Obviously, um, most of the people who write and the articles that are, you know, that are posted each day 
they come from a different worldview than I have. But I still enjoy looking and reading about what other people think about uh, issues that our country faces. And today, one really bummed me out, and it was, um, the, the title was this, uh, Demi Lovato changes pronouns to them and they. I don't want to get into, you know, all the nuances of what these pronouns are, but basically it's this, and for some of you, it's not going to make any sense. I have a hard time with it myself. But Demi Lovato is biologically, genetically a, a woman, okay? That's what she is. The Bible says that God made us male and female. God made Demi a female. And so if I was going to call you know, her by her name, I'd say, hey, Demi, how are you? I, I, if I was going to write about her, I would say, you know, she's a really good uh, singer, which I think she is. She was an actress, you know, in, in, a, in Disney, you know, sitcoms. I would use the pronoun she. She, she, she doesn't want a, those pronouns anymore. She wants you to say they or them. And it makes absolutely no sense. Because when you read what she writes about herself, there's they and them and the pronouns, and so you get confused because you're wondering, is she talking about herself? Was there multiple people she's talking about? It's very, very confusing. But that's not what bummed me out. I, as I read the article, um, it says, Singer, this is what it says, Singer Demi Lovato has taken a significant step in self-discovery. <laughs> she's discovering herself. And she's taking a significant step step, and here it is, announcing early Wednesday that now, uh, that they now identify as non-binary. You see the they there? So it doesn't say that she now identifies as non-binary, non but it's they. <laughs> Don't try to figure it out. They now identify as non-binary and will officially change their pronouns, not her pronouns, because she doesn't want to be identified as a woman. I'm not a her, I'm not a he, I'm a them, I'm a they. Don't try to figure this out. Pronouns to see them. Lovato noted that uh, they, talking about her, had partially lived a life for those on the other side of the cameras. The entertainer urged others to seize the chance to be who they want to be. And this is one of those, there's a worldview out there that says, hey, listen, it doesn't matter if you were born with two X chromosomes or you were born with an X and a Y chromosome. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is what you want to be, what you think you are, maybe even what you believe you are. So if you came out with two X chromosomes, if you want to be an X and a Y chromosome, you're golden. If you came out with an X and a Y chromosome, you could be two X chromosomes. In other words, if you were a woman, you came out as a, a woman, you could be a man. You came out as a man, you could be a woman. Or you can be both and say they and them. It, it, it is, 
It's heartbreaking to see what is happening in our, our culture. My heart breaks for this gal, who I think is a super talented uh, a singer, but something has happened in her life. The, the enemy has so deceived her and confused her or whatever, I don't know how it all works, but that she would get to the point where, you know what, I am not a he, I am not a she, I'm non-binary, I'm a they, I'm a them. And, and I, I, you don't make light of this, folks. This isn't something to be joked around about, made fun of. This is really serious stuff. Demi is somebody who God created while she was in her mother's womb. Jesus Christ came to planet Earth and lived a perfect, holy, righteous life for Demi. Jesus Christ voluntarily went to a cross and He gave up His life for Demi. That's how valuable she is. When they put Jesus in a tomb, Jesus so loved Demi, He walked out of that grave three days later proving that He was who He said He was, and that was the Son of God. He cares deeply about Demi. And it breaks his heart to see what the enemy has done to her mind and how she thinks and how she reasons. It, it, it's heartbreaking to, to God. And it ought to be heartbreaking to you. Don't, this is not something you make fun of. It's okay to have a world view that says, listen, gay marriage is just wrong. Two men marrying each other is wrong. Two women marrying each other wrong is wrong. Hey, you were born a female. You're a female. That's the way God made you. You're not a guy. Uh, look, I'm in my 60s. It doesn't matter what I think I am. It doesn't matter what I wish I was. I'm 60. I can't change that. I can't all of a sudden come on this broadcast and say, you know what, guys, I'm discovering myself, and I just want you to know I'm actually 32. And so I want you to refer to me as, as 32. No, 60 plus years ago, I came out of my mother's womb, and that's just a fact. And I can't change that just because I want to change that. I, I, I am who I am. I was born a male. I'm a man. Demi was born a female. And yet, Somehow, someway, the enemy has come into her life and many others and somehow deceived them and tricked them or whatever it is that they would actually not see themselves the way God sees them as a male or a female, fearfully and wonderfully made, but they would see themselves as something they're not. And as I wrap this up, I want us to remember, okay, here's the deal. The war that we fight is not a flesh and blood war. My war is not against Demi Lovato. My war is not two men that are married or two women that are married. Or My war is not against those people. It's a, it, it's a, it's a spiritual war, Paul tells us about in Ephesians uh, chapter 6. We're, we're, we're in a spiritual war. Sometimes it looks like we're at war with one another, but we're not. It's spiritual. I always tell the staff at my, my church, whenever I have a chance, that we're in a war against demons. We really are. And so when I see things like Demi Lovato and, you know, 
discovering herself and now don't refer to her as a her anymore but refer to her as they or them I, I, my heart breaks because she, she's somehow been blinded to truth and that's how good our enemy is our enemy is so good that in the culture we live in now we're at a place where we overlook evil and sin, we permit evil and sin, we legalize e evil and sin, we promote evil and sin, we celebrate evil and sin, and then we persecute those who call it evil and sin. That's how good our enemy is. Which is why we as his followers need to make sure that we're on our knees often and we're praying often. And remember, remember, Jesus Christ loves and cares deeply about all people. He does. Even those who have a different worldview than I have or that you might have. So, hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, maybe we'll continue this uh, uh, more, you know, next week or something. But anyway, hey, I love all of you. Blessings. And we'll see you next Wednesday, okay?